0: The Weekly AD Podcast here on AndersonRedskins.org and ESPN Media powered by Sidem Sports. I am Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Anderson AD Chris Newton. And uh, Chris, I understand it's an off day for the kids today, but you're so fired up with talk about the Redskins. You've come into the office, and you you want to talk about it here on our uh, weekly chat.
1: You better believe it. I would not miss a chance to have the opportunity to talk about our AHS Redskins and our kids, our student-athletes. We had a great week, and and we're looking forward – even a better week this week
0: absolutely let's kick it off on the gridiron football team third straight win a big one over milford 48 to 13 i want to talk a little bit about kind of where where we were to start the year and where we are now yeah you start the year zero and two after a tough overtime loss to harrison six to nothing since then your offense has found whatever it is it's working for them. they're averaging 52 points per game from what you've seen what's changed that they're just racking up points left and right
1: Well, I will tell you this, you know, and 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 I'm biased. I know we got great kids and we got great coaches, but what happens when you get shut out like we did and we lose in overtime? You can go one of two ways. You can you can mope and pout, and you can, as a coach, you can blame the kids, and as a kid, you can blame the coaches, and you're not going to get anywhere. Our 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 coaching staff and our kids got together. Saturday morning right after that game and went to work and tried to figure out what the issues were. And um, it's a testament to, to Evan Dreyer, his coaching staff, and our kids. And, and they really got after Our, our quarterback, Jackson Coon. you know, this is his first year starting. He has developed into an incredible leader out there on the field. And, and the kids are following him, and our defense is just playing lights out. So things have been going well. Our offense is putting a ton of points up on the board. But our defense is putting them in position to do that. So it's been a great team effort.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I want to give a shout-out to three defensive players in particular, Elijah Willis, Evan McHugh, Harrison Stith. Three guys there that are in the top four of the ECC uh, in sacks, and, and they're going to definitely be needed to keep bringing, the, bringing that every single week because you've got some tough ones coming up. You've got West Claremont this coming Friday. They've won two straight, and then, of course, next week, you're taking on undefeated Turpin. So those guys, you know, how important is it for those guys on the defensive side to keep that ball rolling?
1: Well, those three right there, you know, they're they're the – they're right there in the trenches in the D line, and it's so important to control the line of scrimmage, and they do a great job of that. Um, but I got to tell you, we got three of the best uh, defensive backs um, that I've seen here at Anderson in a long time: and Zach Caldwell, James Candon, and Leighton Wielden. Th- those three are uh, some of the best tacklers. Um, you know, Harrison and 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 those guys up front. They don't, they don't let too many guys get past them. But if they do, James, Zach, and Layton are about the most sure tacklers I, I've seen here in a long time. Layton had a couple picks uh, the, other, uh, the other night. Um, James, is, they, they've thrown him over on the offensive side of the ball, and he scored a couple touchdowns. So, it, it, like I said, it has been a true team effort out there.
0: Speaking of team effort, uh, we'll talk about your cross country team here real quick. We've talked in the past on our, our weekly chats about how hey, you've had at times had to rent U Hauls because you've brought back so much hardware. <laughs> and apparently, yeah. apparently the cross country team just wants to keep racking up the rental bill because you know the at the preview meet this past week the boys finished second overall, had four runners in the top ten. The girls win the thing. They have the top three finishers: Chloe Callahan, Trudy Schellenberger, and uh, Emma Stanger. Boy, I, I'm looking at this thinking to myself, if the preview meet is any indicator of what we're going to see this Saturday at the championships, you're going to have more hardware coming home. I mean, looking at this for you and for your athletes, is anything less than a title going to be enough for them?
1: Well, you know, we always want to have those goals. And, and that's a, the crazy thing about cross-country is if I I've learned is the simple fact you go out and you control your time you can't worry about someone else's time. So, you know, Andy Wolf, our coach of 48 years, and Carrie Lee, who um, her record speaks for itself as the Flying Pig champion, they're they're the best coaches around. And our kids are really, really doing a great job of listening to them. Um, You know, Emma Stanger, like you said, is a freshman. She's been uh, bringing home the hardware every week. Uh, Chloe Callahan stepped up big time. The other day and ran a great race so you know that's the thing that they push um coach wolf and and coach lee they push run your you know run your best run your personal best and we'll see what happens so i I think that's the big thing about us because what i've learned about cross country as well is you can get caught up in all that stuff early on and you don't run your race and you end up not succeeding um and and so they're big about running our races and if our time's good enough to win then that's what we're going to do. But, um, but it, they're, they're a ton of fun to root for, that's for sure.
0: Are you going to be out there on the course uh, all painted up?
1: Uh, you better believe it. Come on, now. It's a Saturday morning.
0: <laughs> i, I got to confirm.
1: I, I... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be, it'll be a, an incredible Saturday morning. I'll put my steps in because we're going to be over there for JV football as well. So I'll be running from the football field to the cross-country meet. It's... And I'm going to tell you what now, Jason – that, that uh, I can't remember, I think it was Wednesday. That Wednesday was an absolute beast. It was 95 degrees. Those kids are busting their tail in. I mean, they're, they're, they're about dog tired just after warm-ups. And I tell you, I ran. I had a great spot at first, and then I ran to my first spot, and I about collapsed. I said, this ain't happening no more, brother. I'm just <laughs> going to sit here and watch. Yes. I was whooped.
0: So you got the reminder that you're an administrator now and not a student-athlete.
1: Uh, yes, it, my body reminds me of that of an awful lot.
0: <laughs> well, uh, ho- hopefully things are better for you weatherwise uh, this coming Saturday at the championships, and and you can at least get your ten thousand steps in because that's important.
1: Yes, most definitely, most <laughs> definitely. Hey, and I, I want to give it a, a good shout out, James Collins over at West Claremont. He does an incredible job of getting this course together. You got to see the bridge he's built. I mean, it, it's going to be a fun. Very fun time there, West Claremont. Absolutely,
0: Saturday. absolutely, and best of luck to the Redskins out there. Let's bring home two championships there. Uh, I want to talk That's a little right. bit about uh, the volleyball team, and we talked a little bit about last week a special event that was uh, that took place now last week against Milford, the uh, vo- volleyball for a cause spike out cancer to benefit cancer free kids. You know, obviously the, the, te- the team was able to uh, win the match against Milford, but uh, talk a little bit more about the benefit for it and uh, how how uh, that turnout was.
1: Oh, it was tremendous, and and like I said, you know, we got great parents, such supportive parents around here. And, and um, you know, it was uh, Christy Crone is, is a mother of uh, Maddie Crone who actually got her 1,000th dig in the other day. Um, but she does a great job of running that. And all the other parents, you know, pitch in and, and do an incredible job with that as well. But um, the cancer-free kids, they came on out and, and – uh, they gave a speech, and it was just it was an awesome environment. They told a story about her uh her daughter and overcoming cancer and through the through the funds that were brought in um, that you know other kids will be able to um to overcome this this terrible disease and it was just neat. We turned over a thousand dollars to uh cancer free wow. kids um, you know and it's we had split the pot and 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 the people that win split the pot, uh, santarellis they turn it back in. And uh, it's just, I mean, it was a great, you know, besides winning, it was a feel-good day. Well, it was just great to be an Anderson Redskin to see everything that, that our kids, our coaches, and our parents are doing.
0: Absolutely, uh, that's tremendous to raise that kind of funds for uh, CancerFreeKids.org. Boy, what a wonderful representation that volleyball team is for the community and moving forward You're now. Yeah, you've got uh, three matches this week, including the home finale against West Claremont, uh, senior night for three of your players there. Uh, what kind of as you look think about these young ladies and as they can as they get ready to move on to uh, the college ranks, whether it be as athletes or not. Uh, when you think about these, these, three, these uh, seniors, what kind of representatives of Anderson are they?
1: Oh, you, you, you don't get better. You know, Maddie Crone, Anna Kime, and, and Carly Caldwell. You do not get better representatives of the school than those three. And um, they are out there in the forefront at all times. And when things aren't going well, they're out there in the forefront just like they are, you know, when things are going well. They don't shy away from anything. They're the leaders of the team and um and it's just great to see because you know a lot of times young men and young women when things aren't going well it's easy to hide in the back and and point fingers these three um you know things haven't been roses at all times we've had some struggling times and those those three step up and, and challenge not only the team but challenge themselves to get things back on track and and they've done a great job like tonight we're going to be at mcnick i'm excited about that um then we, then tomorrow, West Claremont for our uh, senior night. So it'll be very special there. And then we end the year, um, when we go to Kings. So it'll be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, a good way to send them out on the right note. And a busy week for them, obviously as well. Let's talk about your uh, golf teams finishing up at the sectionals this past week. And uh, boy, I I looked at some of this. I looked at the scoring coming out of both the boys and the girls sectionals. They had some really tough setups to try to navigate through. Some of the scores were just uh, incredible because the course was so difficult for both sides out there. Very tough to navigate.
1: Yeah, you're you're not kidding, and it's. uh... It was a, a, a very difficult, and, and kind of a, um, you know, when you end your, your day there, um, when you have some high expectations of going farther, it, it's very disappointing. We have a young lady, uh, Megan Bryan, who's had an incredible year. Uh, she just worked so hard, and it, it just wasn't meant to be on that day. That wasn't her day. It was, you know, 96 degrees outside, and it just, for whatever reason, the putts didn't go in or, or what. So that was a disappointing end to her, and 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 unfortunately the same thing for um, Ethan Lake, for our, our our boys team. He had an incredible year, and it just it just wasn't meant to be. And and it's a difficult time because you you know by about the fourteenth hole, thirteenth hole, if it if it's not your day, and and um, those two both played with incredible pride and finished strong, uh, and, and just finished out, but. The big thing that I addressed with those two was, you know, they had an incredible season, and a season and a career is not made in one day by any stretch of the imagination. So those two shouldn't hang their head at all. They've had an incredible year. They've represented themselves incredibly well as Anderson Redskins. And, you know, for Megan, we're excited to see her back. And, unfortunately, Ethan, it was his senior year.
0: But nevertheless, he leaves a heck of a legacy behind and uh, sets up a, g- a good future for the the boys' b- golf program. That's for sure. Uh, so, oh,
1: there's no doubt. And there's a lot of there's a lot of youngins coming up, so we'll be all right.
0: Absolutely. Same thing
1: uh, with the girls.
0: There you go. And uh, we'll certainly be that right in the thick of things come next season. Now, let's move on to the pitch. Your boys' soccer team. Uh, A tough result last week against Milford, falling two to one. But that is a really good Milford squad. In fact, I looked at taking a look at Milford's schedule. That's only the second time this year that Milford didn't win a match by multiple goals. I mean, even though you didn't get the result, you fall two to one. That's a really strong showing for your team. And even though it was a loss, they have to feel pretty good going into uh, this Thursday against Kings.
1: You're right, and and you know Milford is. You know they've had one defeat this year, eleven, one and two, and. And the difficult thing is, you know, we, we don't accept moral victories here at Anderson High School. And, and and But what we do accept is playing our best and whatever, you know, whatever happens at the end happens at the end. The the, the great thing about our boys' soccer team, and, and I've addressed this, and I know our coach Sam Miller and Mike Slimmons uh, have all addressed this as well. Come a Saturday, everybody in the city of Cincinnati is and 0 And we have played – as hard a schedule as anybody out there. And so, um, you know, anything can happen in that sport. Uh, so we're super excited about the tournament. I think we're, we're you know, we're playing well, as you said. And, you know, we'll just see how it goes. And, you know, we'll sneak a goal in here or there, and things will go our way. I think we've hit the crossbar record 75 times this year. <laughs> Is that official? So, <laughs> oh, uh, it, it's an. <laughs> It's an unofficial result, but it's close. It's close. (laughs) To my stat tracker, we're around 70. There you go. But I think, you know, the luck will start going our way here in the tournament. And so I I have very high expectations for our boys' soccer team.
0: Yeah, and you've got two really good guys to uh, lead the way in, Brevin Brevin Andretti and uh, Alex Hamilton, both in the top ten in scoring in the league. So the the pieces are there for sure, I would say, to make a run.
1: Oh, yeah. And we've all had those years where things just haven't worked out. And for whatever reason, um, you know, in the win-loss, it just hasn't worked out per se. But it's a new season come Saturday, and they'll be ready to go.
0: Absolutely. On the girls' side, uh, Chance – on a Tuesday against Kings to win the ECC for the fourth straight year, this time outright. Uh, six seniors on your team, and I'm going to rattle all their names off here, and I'll get your thoughts on all of them. Katie McCullough, Elena Sullivan, Carly Steiner, Sarah Sweeney, Mackenzie Burdick, and Riley Zimmerman. They all have a chance to go out, go four for four in the league. But what a legacy for that to for those six to leave behind.
1: Oh, there's no doubt. There is no doubt. And when those four stepped into our program, uh, we were struggling a little bit, and um, we we were we were not um, just per se not getting it done in the in the win in the win column. And uh, I believe this is the group that came in with our head coach Andy Boyd. So he has a very special attachment to these young ladies um, as his first class coming all the way through. Um, and, and they have you know besides their record of you know ten one and three. Um, they are as fine a group of, of young ladies as you'll find. Um, you know, I, I heard something on the, uh, um, the radio this weekend about Larry Fitzgerald and what a great football player he is and how he's a, even a better person. That, that would define these six young ladies as well. They, they are very, very good on the soccer field. But, you know, in comparison to what kind of young ladies they are and leaders in our community and our school, not even close. They are great kids, so it's going to be it's going to be very difficult to see them um, to to see them graduate and not be out there anymore. So so hopefully we're able to watch them about eight or nine more games.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And look at the results this season. You, you've got a team defensively that's built to make that deep run. Uh, in the state tournament you know, looking at the results here five goals allowed on the season I mean that's insane for any level it doesn't matter but you have to feel good looking at that and seeing all the clean sheets they've poured in this year and know that no matter who you get in the draw it is going to be very difficult for said opponent to put the ball in the net against your uh, defense
1: yeah and, and and here's the thing we we have a young lady Ann Taylor who is an outstanding goalie and I don't think she gets the credit she deserves, even though she's throwing shutouts all over the board. Give her the credit. She really doesn't get. Yeah, she doesn't get the credit be, because you've got Carly Steiner, McKenzie Burdick, um, and, and Elena Sullivan that run back there, um, and, and Kristen uh, Sarah Sweeney who's back there. And a lot of times teams don't even get shots off, and so so you know Anne might have one or two saves the night. But I got to tell you what, she is as, uh, as good as you get back there. But you're right. You know, if teams don't get shots, um, they don't really have a chance of scoring too much. And, um, and, and so I like our chances with that, and, and we'll go forward. And then, like I said, we're excited. I'm just looking at our stats here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We threw nine straight goose eggs up on the board against teams. And I, I can't imagine too many schools doing
0: that. I can't imagine other schools in the draw wanting being too happy if they get you in the draw. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, what, what a what a week it could end up being, especially for the soc- girls' soccer team uh, moving forward there. Boy, what a season they've had thus far. And uh, what a week you have had at uh, Anderson. And As I said at the top, you're so fired up. You came out on an off day to talk to us here about it because you're doing such big things at Anderson High School.
1: You better believe it. Yeah, we're we're getting ready. We have uh, uh, Friday night is Military Appreciation Night uh, at our football game, so we're super excited about that. And we're going to get things going. We're going to treat our our military personnel around here like they deserve to be treated. And uh, and we're going to get ready to have a great week.
0: Absolutely, and uh, we we appreciate you starting that week here with uh, joining us here in our weekly chat, Chris. Uh, good luck this week, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week.
1: Sounds great. Thank you, Jace. Appreciate it, Rob, very much.
0: All right. That is Anderson Athletic Director Chris Newton joining us here on the Weekly 80 Podcast here on AndersonRedskins.org and ESPN Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.